Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. I've titled today's discussion, Redeemable, because we have all done something for which we need to be redeemed. The definition of redeemable is able to be recovered or saved from faults or bad aspects. Some people believe that they have done something so offensive that they are unredeemable. Of course we know that there are offenses against the law that are unredeemable, and as the saying goes, if you do the crime, you do the time. It doesn't matter if they are sorry for what they did, their offense has caused a consequence from which they cannot turn back. The truth is, we are all guilty of unredeemable offenses, even if you have not been imprisoned for it, because we are all sinners, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. But there is hope, because no matter what we have done, we are still redeemable, because of the sacrifice Jesus made for all humanity. You see, to be redeemable, you have to have a Redeemer. Without a Redeemer, there is no hope of being redeemed. Jesus is waiting to be our Redeemer. This is why salvation is so important. We cannot redeem ourselves, and nothing we do will change that fact. It doesn't matter how good we are or how much we try to work our way to redemption. Without Jesus, we will fail. To anyone listening as a non-believer, this may sound harsh, but the reality is that there is only one Redeemer who has come for us to save us from our sins and give us eternal life. The world doesn't like to think of there being only one way to heaven, but the Bible tells us in John 14, 6, that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. He didn't give us a multitude of paths to take. He gave us one. And the only way is to put your faith, trust, and hope in Jesus Christ as your Savior. I can understand how this may seem harsh to people, being that there is only one way. But I also believe they don't understand how simple God has made the path to salvation. For me as a believer, I am so thankful that God made it that simple. I mean, if God said that to be redeemed, I must never tell a lie, get angry, or have a bad thought, then I would have failed by the time I was five and had no hope. Thank God that's not the case, and we live under His grace. But He has given us free will, and to be redeemed, we must choose to be redeemed by Him. There is nothing more exciting than knowing that you are redeemable, no matter the situation, when you come to know the Redeemer, Jesus. So let's see what the Bible tells us and how simple it is to be redeemed. I'm going to start with one of the most well-known verses in the Bible, and that verse is John 3:16. But I'm going to read all the way through verse 21 to help us fully glean some understanding. Starting with verse 16, this is what it says. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people love the darkness more than they love the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Alright, so first let's start with verse 16. How simple is the path to salvation and coming to know your Redeemer? Well, you just have to believe in Jesus, knowing that God gave him as a propitiation for the world's sins, which includes all of our sins, past, present, and future. If you are a non-believer and you want to know Jesus right now, it's so simple, you can just pray something like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner, and the penalty for sin is death and eternal separation from you, and I ask for your forgiveness for my sins. 
I believe you died on the cross and rose again from the dead three days later. I turn from my sins and ask you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer with all of your heart and accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have just started a relationship with the Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Of course, this is just the beginning of your relationship with Him. Now it's up to you to grow into a deeper understanding of who He is. All right, now that we've come to see how simple it is to know Jesus Christ as your Savior, and given the opportunity for someone who may have not known Him out there to come to know Him, let me continue with my discussion. When people stop, at verse 16, they are missing so much. Don't get me wrong, this is one of the most important verses in the Bible when it comes to salvation. But we can't just stop there. What about the hope in verse 17 that some people have never heard? God sent his son to save the world through him, not to judge us. The judgment will come, but there is still time to believe on Jesus and to be redeemed. Listen to the promise in verse 18. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in Jesus. But there is also a warning that judgment falls on those who do not believe in Jesus. In fact, they have already been judged for their non-belief, and the only way to be redeemed from that judgment is to believe in Jesus. Listen to the truth in verse 19. Judgment is based on this fact of non-belief. The light that comes into the world is Jesus, but people love the darkness more than the light because of their evil actions. And it continues in verse 20. All who participate in evil hate and fear the light because it will expose their sins. And finally, verse 21, But those who do right come to the light so that others can see they are doing what God wants. Those who are believers and come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior are called to let His light shine through them as well. Jesus gives us that light through the Holy Spirit to help us light the way for ourselves and others. I get it. No one wants their sins to be exposed, and we are all sinners so how does this dichotomy of sinners work? Well, for those who are believers, they confess their sins to Jesus so they can be redeemed of those sins. Remember, without Jesus, there is no redemption for sin. This doesn't mean that believers in Jesus have a pass to go and do whatever they want. As a matter of fact, the more you come to know Jesus, the more your sins are revealed to you and you don't want to do those sins anymore. It means that believers can bring their sins before the Lord in confession Repent and turn away from them, not continue to do them. This may sound foreign to non-believers, but when you truly believe in Jesus, you are deeply convicted by things that would have never bothered you before, like foul language, a crude joke, or what you watch on TV. You don't want to take part in sin anymore, because the light of Jesus that is in you shows you them as the sins they are. The light and darkness are opposite and have no part with one another. That's why Jesus is represented as the light and sin is represented as darkness, because Jesus and sin have no part with one another. And who, once they walk in the light, wants any part of darkness? People may act like this is no big deal for believers, but what do you think would happen if you got put into a pitch black room with not one speck of light? How long do you think you would make it before you wanted some light? I would venture to say, not very long. This is how I feel as a believer. Once you have the light of Jesus in you, you don't want to be in the darkness again. I wanted to give a few supporting verses as well. The first verse is going to be Galatians 3, 13, and it says, But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. 
Jesus suffered and hung on the cross for our wrongdoings so he could be our redeemer. He didn't have to do that. He was sinless. He wasn't guilty of any charges. He did it so all mankind could have an opportunity to have the relationship restored with the Father by giving us a way to repent from our sins. The next verse I'm going to read is Acts 3:19, and it says, Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. We have to genuinely repent from our sins and turn to God, trusting in Jesus' sacrifice so that our sins will be forgiven. 1 Peter 1, verses 18 through 20 says, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now, in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. No amount of money would have paid the ransom for our sins. Jesus' precious blood was the only acceptable redemption for our sins. And he has given us the good news of our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, for our own sakes. All you have to do is believe. The last verse I want to read is Romans 10, 9-11. And it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. I wanted to close with this verse to reiterate how simple it is to come to know the Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Declare Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Jesus paid the price. He did all the work for us. All we have to do is believe. So in closing, I just want to say, don't get stuck in a pitch black room. Come to know the Redeemer, Jesus Christ, and let him turn the light on for you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism. And until next time, go and tell someone about the great Redeemer, Jesus Christ, so they can know they are redeemable too.